Hello, my friends. It is Thursday, August 27, and welcome to another Cup of Joe podcast where we will break open God's Word and uh, take a look at a feast day today and celebrate the life uh, and uh, the tenacity of St. Monica. So, without further ado, let's go into it because yesterday I told you I was going to try to be quicker and I was longer. It was the longest podcast of the week. Well, I'm going to try. Why not? Let's try to be brief to save you from my ramblings. Uh, and, and so we'll see how we can do this today. A little bit longer gospel. Matthew 24, uh, verses 42 to 51. So we've left Matthew 23. In fact, we're in the waning days of our time with Matthew, uh, whereas next week we will start the, the Gospel of Luke. But Matthew 24, 42 to 51, let's listen to the Word of God. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, Stay awake, for you do not know on which day your Lord will come. Be sure of this. If the master of the house had known the hour of night when the thief was coming, he would have stayed awake and not let his house be broken into. So too, you also must be prepared, for at an hour you do not expect, the Son of Man will come. Who then is the faithful and prudent servant whom the master has put in charge of his household to distribute to them their food at the proper time? Blessed is that servant whom his master on his arrival finds doing so. Amen, I say to you, he will put him in charge of all his property. But if that wicked servant says to himself, my master is long delayed and begins to beat his fellow servants and eat and drink with drunkards, the servant's master will come on an unexpected day and at an unknown hour and will punish him severely and assign him a place with the hypocrites where there will be wailing and grinding of teeth. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Well, what a surprise. Matthew has someone being punished and wailing and grinding of teeth. If I had a dollar for every time Matthew did that, well, I certainly wouldn't be rich, but I'd certainly have, you know, five to ten more dollars in my hand. Um, Let's look at the first part of this gospel, which is, uh, I think, wonderful. Because, brothers and sisters, Jesus compares himself to coming to us and into us and into our lives. He compares himself to a thief, someone who, who, is, who is, is coming to, to um, you know, upset and uh, and uh, to invade, in a sense. And I love that imagery. And, and Jesus even uses the imagery that if we knew when he was coming, we might block it out. And God, in God's wonderful creativity and his wonderful wisdom, comes at us sometimes from angles we have no idea because we don't see it coming, and before we know it, we succumb to grace. 
because maybe there is something within us naturally that fights it, that wants to be in control, that wants to be in charge, that wants us to earn our own way. And our God says, but if you do that, if you put up those walls, you're, you're, you're just going to be, you're going to find yourself separate from me. And, and the wailing and grinding of teeth, I don't think is punishment. I think it's our natural uh, uh, occurrence or, or the conclusion of our own actions of staying separate. Um, brothers and sisters, we do not know the hour. Stay awake, by the way, which again, you know, I talk about perhaps the whole spiritual journey can be brought down to the word yes, that we have to say yes, keep saying yes to God. Okay, I'm going to speak out of both sides of my mouth. The whole spiritual journey besides that might also be staying awake. That God is present here and now. Remember the first words of Jesus in Mark. First words. The kingdom of God is at hand. Meaning it's not just the later. It's not next week after we get everything done this week. It's not later in life when the kids are off at school. And I've got more time to to devote. It's not anything like that. The kingdom of God is at hand here and now. Are we awake to it? Do we see it? So stay awake for you do not know the hour on which the Lord, the day which your Lord will come. He comes to us disguised, to use a Richard Rohrism, as our life. He comes to us disguised in the very activities Uh, in which we find ourselves, in the very people around which we surround ourselves. Um, And do we see it? It's so wonderful. Often it's in hindsight, isn't it? It's that wonderful image, the backside of God, that, that we see God in hindsight. But I think part of that spiritual journey is, is teaching ourselves how do we see it in the present and are able to praise and thank God. This morning, I, I had the wonderful uh, opportunity to uh, be with the uh, staff for Divine Savior and lead them in a retreat. And one of the uh, gospel verses we used was from John's Gospel, chapter 20, when Mary Magdalene is sitting outside the tomb and thinks her friend, her Savior, Jesus, has been stolen and is just sitting there in grief. And this person who's the gardener comes up to her and says, whom do you seek? And she says, tell me where you've taken him and I'll, I'll go get him and take him off your hands. And he, the gardener, says to her, Mary. That's all it took. She knew. She knew who was there. Just her name. And she was present. Boom. God's here right now. I know who this is. Brothers and sisters, our God doesn't just desire to break through. We, we have to break down the walls. Stay awake. Don't put the walls up. Allow him to come in and invade and capture because he brings with it exactly what we need, which is grace and mercy. And he brings with us ourselves. That's the best part. St. Monica. Oh, my gosh. So... Incredibly appropriate. Today is the Feast of St. Monica. Well, tomorrow is the Feast of St. Augustine. You're going to hear why in two shakes. But Monica was the mother of Augustine. And uh, I think what we can learn from Monica 
is that virtue of patience, which in a world today isn't so, I don't think it's valued as much, or we brush it to the side. So Monica was a beautiful young woman, lived in uh, northern Africa, and was a Christian. And her parents, uh, as was custom at the time, gave her in marriage, you know, uh, sold her, I'm sure, for a dowry, uh, to a pagan in North Africa. A good man, I believe his name was Patricius. Uh, a good man, but a good man who mocked her uh, on occasion because he didn't understand her piety, but he respected her in her piety. And uh, who had a mother-in-law, Patricius's mom lived in there with, uh, with the happy couple, and the mother-in-law did not treat Monica well at all, uh, both pagans, and, and chided her. And um, Patricius would, uh, was you know, fairly free with his love, we'll just say, um, at the time uh, for others too. And it was in this situation that Monica uh, found herself and just prayed and prayed and, and stood strong as to who she was to the point where eventually, and it took years, years, brothers and sisters, but it, it finally happened that her husband converted to being a Christian about a year before he died. This is fourth century, uh, by the way, fourth century in northern Africa, and his mother-in-law did as well, converted before her death. And, uh, and then, of course, uh, Augustine was one of her three children, uh, the most prominent uh, and the oldest, and was brilliant. And he was uh, starting studying rhetoric, rhetoric at Carthage and um, was incredibly licentious and, and uh, bought into the heresy of the time, which was um, that all matter is evil. And so he was just checking out what that evil looked like in all shapes and forms. And um, went off to Rome to uh, study rhetoric there. His mother, uh, having been tricked by, uh, by Augustine because he left and, you know, used a trick to, to go north. Uh, she followed behind him when she got to Rome, found out he had already gone to Milan. She followed him to Milan and, uh, and there it was. I mean, again, she's just covering him with prayer, covering him for years. This is going on. Uh, I, I mean, we're talking 15 uh, and, and has seen no, uh, no fruits of this prayer. But eventually it was in Milan that Augustine, and we'll speak more of this tomorrow, meets Ambrose. And, uh, and Ambrose becomes, for Monica as well, spiritual director for both. We'll talk more about what that does for Augustine tomorrow. But, brothers and sisters, Monica, through her steadfastness, not only helped bring her husband and her mother-in-law to Christ, but her son to Christ, and then promptly said, okay, that was... That was my life's work, and died shortly after that, um, never knowing that her son would be, after St. Paul, probably one of, hmm, 
I would count on maybe three or four fingers uh, a foundation for our church. We owe that to St. Monica, who's a hidden figure in this, and her tenacity and her patience and her dedication to the faith. Let's pray. If there is someone or something, an intention for which you would like to pray, I invite you to call it to mind as we begin. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. The fourth sorrowful mystery, Jesus carries his cross. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins. Save us from the fires of hell. Lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Blessings to you, my friends, and I look forward to us being back together again tomorrow and learning more on the life of St. Augustine. Mm-hmm.